Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Hey everybody, we're back for another week of Tis the Podcast, the podcast dedicated to keeping the Christmas spirit alive 366 days a year. I'm Julia. I'm Anthony. And I'm Tom. Did you see that I did it? Did you hear that I did it? I admitted we have a whole extra day. I'm proud of you. We, you you finally to... done, you're finally out of the denial stage. Well, because it's about here. I'm about it's almost, I was going to say, we're about to be done with it. <laughs> About to be done with that with that day, that extra day that nobody needs. Because there were people born on that day, and then that's fun and cool. And isn't and you, get, and when, you get all the jokes about how I'm not really seventy; I'm only like ten or whatever. yeah. Isn't uh, leap year when girls can propose to boys too? I think that's isn't a tradition. That a thing. Yeah, yeah, I thought that tradition. was a old tradition. It's a commitment. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> think gonna, about it. Are you going to ask Marty? To marry me again? Uh-huh. Sure. Well, you should. You should propose to him on the 29th. I already put a ring on it. <laughs> uh, How? You know what else has passed, y'all? What? I no longer have a three-year-old. No, you don't. Aww. You have a four-year-old. Oh, Tom, that picture you posted of Ellie the other day was freaking adorable. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Was it a great I birthday? Like, I like that We got to go to her school mm-hmm. and they had a little party and it was the cutest thing. Oh. Congratulations, Ellie. And congratulations, you. <laughs> Having she a four-year-old. Got, she got a... Uh, dollhouse greenhouse for her little dollhouse village that she's Ooh. in for some reason. That's awesome. That is awesome. She was pretty happy. She was pretty happy. You're getting your daughter a dollhouse greenhouse and I went with my daughter to get her driver's permit. <laughs> I saw that too. That's awesome. Oh, It's been a week, huh? It has. She has yet to drive in the wild yet but because we need to do some like parking lot driving. To get her comfortable, but it's a milestone. Oh, if you need, it, all grown up. If you wanted me to teach her how to drive, Julia, I'll, I'll come out and uh, teach her the. Do I want you to teach her how to drive? She will be the no. best defensive and offensive driver with lots of angry. <laughs> <laughs> She'll master those road expletives. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> she, she will <laughs> and, if, and, and if your car is like the newer ones that beep when you're too close to a car or uh, about it, uh, drifting from a lane you will hear constant beeping in your car oh my gosh are you serious I was driving insane 
I mean, you can turn it off. I just don't turn it off. I actually find it useful. You, <laughs> you like take being it as yelled a challenge. at all the time by your phone? You like to see if the constant beeping can have no. It breaks. is a it is a challenge. <laughs> the automatic braking when they think I'm when they think I'm too close to a car is ridiculous. I have to. Turn Does your that. car do that? Yeah, that's some junk, man. I would be super tick if my car decided to break for me. Mm-hmm. And well, it's like you you're drifting people, it doesn't from a. Do that. I don't tailgate people, Tom. Obviously, you do. Mm. <laughs> And don't argue with our don't argue with our computer overload. And the lane drifting thing. Sometimes I'm just avoiding a pothole. I'm not going to put my blinker on when I'm swerving around one. Oh, so if you put your blinker on, it doesn't recognize it as lane drifting, even if you don't change if lanes. You put your, if you put your blinker on, it assumes you're changing lanes instead of drifting. Oh, you just drive with your blinker on all the time, right? <laughs> Yeah. I think I'm still about 50 years off from that. How did we game the car that. system? <laughs> Not me. I just want my car to drive for me and I can relax and read a book. Oh, that's what I want. I want to read on my way to work. And every then if I'm in day. an accident, it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that works. <laughs> yeah, that works out for you. <laughs> All right. Speaking, Speaking of seeing of how. <laughs> I was gonna say, speaking of seeing how it's gonna work out for us, <laughs> speaking of car wrecks, <laughs> um, we are covering this week the relatively new, as in this past Christmas season, Netflix Hallmark movie <laughs> because it's in the Hallmark movie category. Um, the night with a K before Christmas um, came out last year, so 2019. It's the one with Vanessa Hudgens in it, which I feel like is the way most people are going to recognize this, right? Like we do with our Hallmark movies, right? Which actress is in it? Um, so a little plot synopsis for this delight of a movie. <laughs> After a sorceress transports medieval knight Sir Cole to a present-day Ohio during the holiday season, he befriends Brooke, a clever and kind science teacher who's been disillusioned by love. Brooke helps Sir Cole navigate the modern world and tries to help him discover how to fulfill his mysterious one true quest, the only act that will return him home. But as he and Brooke grow closer, Sir Cole begins to wonder just how much he wants to return to his old life. That's actually a pretty solid synopsis because it's written by Netflix. <laughs> they got to get it right, right? They have to get it you, right. Yeah. They got so much right. They got so much right with this movie. I, 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 Tom, Let's I do history. You're trolling right now. <laughs> Let's do histories before we talk about cast. Okay. So, did any of y'all watch this movie in the Christmas season on Netflix? Anthony's raising his hand. Tom, did Anthony you just watch did. it like in the last few days? I just watched it. Okay, same with me. So, Anthony, you watched it in the Christmas season, prime season for a movie like this. Yes. And do you regret I, that choice? <laughs> <laughs> I like okay, to be completely fair to the movie, it is not near the worst we've covered on this show and it was very atmospheric so it was a good choice for the christmas season my (laughs) my praise stops there (laughs) (laughs) was it a good choice for not christmas season like did it give you the christmas feels 
Hey, yeah, give me like you know what we're reaching the it's this is the last movie we're covering in February already, right. and you know it's like winter and it's cold but not really snowy and springs around the corner so yeah it, it was it was a good one for the atmosphere. <laughs> Tom, uh, I watched this movie for the first time the other night. Um, did not make it through the first time. Started again. Did not make it through the second time. <laughs> Finally hit the end on my third try. Um, as awful as it is, and I have a lot of reasons for saying that, I would watch this over The Christmas Prince Royal Baby any day of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, this is called Gaslighting. He is trying to fool you into thinking this is a decent movie. Uh, do you remember what I had to say about Christmas Prince 3? A, a Christmas that, Prince 3 I would, was so I, much more fun than this struggle. Saying I would rather watch this than that movie is not much of an endorsement. That's like saying I would rather get hit in my get hit in my, you know, with a hammer on my hand as opposed to on my foot. Like, uh, both options <laughs> suck. Uh, yeah. Yeah, both of those options are bad. Um, How about you, Julia? I watched this one the other night, just like you, for the podcast. Um, although I saw the previews, you know, during the Christmas season, and it's totally something that I would watch because, I mean, I like time travel movies in general. Like a Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court. I love Is that, that right? One. I always get that title wrong. I like uh, time swappy ones. They're lots of fun for me. Like no, no matter like how time. good, bad, or ugly they are. Right. I love them. They're great movies. Like that. What's that book? The Lake House? I oh. liked The Lake House. As cheesy and schmaltzy as it was. Heck, Keanu Reeves in it, so I'm good. Keanu Reeves and uh, Carrie Moss were and on Sandy. The Matrix recently, and they look awesome back in Wait. costume and character. There's another Matrix Can, coming out? Matrix 4 with the original oh. cast. What? Except for Agent Smith. He's not coming back. <gasps> but he's my favorite. I know. I know. No Hugo Weaving? What is the Matrix without Hugo Weaving? A chance for Keanu Reeves to be awesome. Counteries is awesome. Sidebar, I finally saw Toy Story 4. Duke of Boom <gasps> is like think? my favorite thing <laughs> ever. <laughs> he was the best part <laughs> when so he's good. trying to make that jump and he, when he's telling the story about <laughs> how he was abandoned. Bichon. And then when he, <laughs> <laughs> And then and I like just his love stiff arm poses. Pose. Oh yeah. That's right. <laughs> and then the uh when he's making his triumphant jump from the Ferris wheel at the end and he just <laughs> it's a thing. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> so funny. Are y'all gonna be watching the new reboot of Saved by the Bell? Jury I didn't is even know out. this was a thing. And it I'll is. tell you why the jury is out, because Lisa Turtle's not coming back. And because is Dustin Diamond? Oh, exactly, exactly. I he shouldn't, but Screech was my favorite on the original show. But also, I'm not going to watch it because, from the sounds of it, it sounds like it's going to be more Girl Meets World than a continuation of the original series. I Mark like Wahlberg is going to be the governor of New York, though. 
Mark awesome. Wahlberg. Or Mark Paul Gossler. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be an entirely different show if Mark Wahlberg was on it. Mark Wahlberg would say, but the I'd watch it in a heartbeat. <laughs> It'd have to be rated R if Mark Wahlberg was. <laughs> the amount of abs I would expect and the amount of F bombs they would put in there would make it a better movie. <laughs> show, whatever. That plus, you know, Mark Paul Gossler has not. Punch. <laughs> <laughs> I would just love to see Marky Mark, with or without his funky bunch, start punching oh. kids. Punching oh. Screech in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, talk about people. I don't like who he grew up to become, man. Who? You know? Screech. Dustin Diamond. Oh, yeah, he's a little off. Mark Paul Gossler's been pretty successful. He's had some good stuff since he left. Like, didn't in the we, last cover we cover we him? We covered him. Did. We did. Well, we always talked him. about him. What was he the in? 12 Dates, 12 of, days Christmas. of Christmas. That was Mark Paul Gossler? Yep. I'm oh. pretty sure. Mark. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, because we had this conversation. He's done some good things in the last few years. <laughs> that was me yeah, doing was me. Awesome. Um, Your Julia impression is very off. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get back to the movie at hand. Whether we want to or not. We do. We've committed for this All episode right. to cover this movie. I'm going to start with my annoying... How about we start with the cast? Okay, let's do that. But then I want to get into my get into my pretentious argument against this movie. The cast won't take long. It's not a lot of people we know. Really, only one we do. So the director was Monica Mitchell. She has some credits to her name. I can't say I've recognized any of them. But she's got a few other Christmas ones: The Christmas Contract in 2018. Not sure if that was on Netflix or not. Hearts of Christmas. So lots of TV movies, some TV series. Um. Not, not really anything I recognize, and I don't know that many people recognize. So sure. <laughs> a writer for this movie, same story. Kara J. Russell was the writer. Um, she's got some credits to her name again. Ooh, haven't really heard of them. She's got a My Christmas Grandpa though, so she's got a <laughs> Christmas, Christmas story that we might cover at some point. Um, she also has a Valentine's Day movie to her credit as well. Have you guys watched any? Like, do you guys watch Hallmark at all throughout the rest of their seasonal movies? Here I don't. There. Do you? Oh my God! They are all the freaking same. You literally—it's not just search and replace character names and locations. Just search and replace the holiday too, and those movies <laughs> will work any time of the year. Hey, they know what they're about. Like I just saw a Valentine's Day one about bakeries and baking cookies, and it was Lacey Chabert, and yep. it was oh my God! It's all my grandma watches. Or Marty's grandma. That, that's all my grandma watches too. Yeah, she loves but it. I have to give her a shout out because it's all the Christmas ones she loves. She has them all. D- she DVRs them all during the Christmas season, no matter what time of year. It could be like a ninety degree day, and I'll go and <laughs> visit her, and she'll have a Christmas film on. And she'll I had a girl. And because she's ninety now, like she's she's sort of forgetful. So it'll be like she'll be like, "Oh, have you seen this one?" And I'm like, "Yeah, the last five times I've seen this. <laughs> <time I've seen. laughs> you've seen one. You've seen them all, Grandma." <laughs> That's the funny thing, though, is my grandma even says like they're all the same, 
And I get them confused because they all run together, but I just love every one of them. And I'm like, I know. I feel yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, my mom argues that they're not all the same. Oh, really? That's a mm-hmm. losing argument, Tom's mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's hard to lose in an argument with your mother. That's true. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> That's true. It's a little scary to lose those arguments. Um, so our main character, or one of our two main characters, is the, the most recognizable face in the movie. It's Vanessa Hudgens. She plays Brooke in this movie. Um, you probably know her from the High School Musical series on Disney Channel. Anybody a fan? We should say movie series because Disney Plus has a TV series in which she is not on, right? And it's called, she's not on it, and it's called High School Musical, the series, the musical, or like some (laughs) junk like that. I crap you not. We've got to look up. So High School Musical, Disney Plus. Okay. The name, because we watch the Christmas, um, we always watch the the Disney Christmas parade, right? Christmas morning. It's Mm -hmm. like our favorite parade Mm -hmm. to watch. It's just the thing that we do. And- they were advertising pretty hot and heavy this new show, brand new to Disney Plus. They had the singers there. They lip synced magnificently in the middle of Main Street, USA. <laughs> but we know they reiterate what the name is, what the name is, what the name is, because they're trying to hammer it into your head so you'll watch it. It's called High School Musical, the Musical, the Series. <laughs> That's the name of the show. And they said it like five or six times from High School Musical, the Musical, the Series. But you remember. If you have two sets of colons in your title, it's too many. It's too many colons. I mean, it's like one colon's enough, right? But never mind. (laughs) No colon joke fans in the house? All right. I'm trying Um, to keep it clean. I have a couple uh, of colon jokes, but uh, as somebody who's missing 13 inches of his, uh, I find it a little little touchy subject. Was that insensitive? I'm sorry. Are you no, not at all. What's the, point <laughs> of, what's the point of having what's the point of having your colon cut out if you can't joke about it? Before we move on from Disney Plus, did you guys see the new baby Yoda stuff unveiled at the Toy Fair today? No. No. That sixty dollar animatronic that coos and his ears and eyes move. Oh my gosh. It Take is my money. exactly. And only and <laughs> I'm only sixty I'm looking bucks. up right now. While you're looking that up. Did you already order? O-M-G. No. <laughs> Did I just say O-M-G? I really should be chastised for that. Somebody needs Man, to you Google it. animatronic and it fills it in for you. Baby Yoda. What you want is Baby Yoda. Oh, he's so cute. Right. Um, so cute. So for those of you that are not High School Musical fans, of which I am not. Me either. Not a fan. And I didn't have any kids that were fans either. Did you like it, Tom? Were you a High School Musical fan? Oh, no. He's still looking at Baby Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) He's like grinning. (laughs) Did I not tell you about my High School Musical weird experience? The dream, right? I remember that dream. dream. My dream. No, I've never seen High School Musical, but I had a dream that I was in it. And I was very stressed everywhere I went because people were, I was doing interviews about High School Musical and I didn't know what what it was. (laughs) there's a deeper meaning to that there's gotta be maybe i I think i'm zach efron maybe (laughs) 
I mean, you ha- you have you have his abs. How do Zach Efron <laughs> has his abs? When when you started the uh, that word, I thought you were going to say something else, Anthony. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you have that you have that too. I just didn't want to say it on the podcast. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> I've met you in person. I've seen. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of wrong right now. Um, but so much but, right. So much right. <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens was also on the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. If that was your jam. She made a, a, a very hard departure from her Disney days, and she was in a few mainstream movies like Beastly, which I think was a remake of Beauty and the Beast, um, Sucker Punch, Spring Breakers, which... Wait, Beastly? Yeah. Beastly, a remake of Beauty and the Beast? Why? Because he had a scar on his face, and that made him hideous. <laughs> hideous. Yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um... There was something she was in lately that was big. She was in the live production of Rent, which I did not watch because I hate live productions of stuff on TV. And I heard it was abysmal. It was awful, per usual. And uh, she was up for the role of Catwoman in the new Batman movie. But obviously, there Uh, was somebody else. Rent does not have an alternative version that takes into account leap year, just so you all know. What? Because I did look. Could you could you imagine if she was cast as Catwoman in the new movie, though? You have Edward Cullen in High School Musical Girl as Batman and Catwoman. I feel like Mm-mm. people would have been pretty annoyed at the tweeny version of Batman. <laughs> yes. Did you see Zoe the picture? Kravitz is uh, Catwoman, right? Zoe Kravitz, yes. Yeah. Did you see her picture, his picture, her, yeah. Did you see his picture as in the, in the Batman mask? Yes. I did it's see the awful. video. It's awful. I yeah, need to I need to see chin. the ears. I need to see the ears. His cheekbones are fantastic. He, he but like it's, his chin me. is not strong enough. It almost it almost looks enough. like the mask doesn't fit him. It almost looks like the mask is too big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like his face isn't big enough. The bat is like a weird thing awesome. to say, but yeah, it's like he doesn't It's like he's it. a child yeah. playing dress up. A little bit. Yes. The bat symbol's awesome. How it looks like that can come off his chest and be a battering or something. Uh, that'd be neat. Pull it off. Exactly. Just like in the games. That'd be cool. Um, and, uh, and because Tom it's come up... I'm sorry. sorry. Tom, no, no, you're quick. okay. There were Seth photos from the new Batman movie online today, and there are Halloween jack-o'-lanterns and pumpkins everywhere, so it looks like they might be doing some version of the long Halloween. For real? Okay, now that yep. would be good. Is that a comic book thing? It is the best Batman comic. It is an amazing comic book, and I don't know how or why it's not been turned into a movie. Oh. It's a year-long mystery, and every chapter is takes place a murder on a different holiday. And basically, he goes through interrogating all his villains and stuff like that. Wait. The comic books of this series were released over the span of a year? Well, the story takes place in the year, but yeah, the whole story took place. They released it over the course of a year, too. Wow. You had to wait a whole year to figure out how the story ended? Yeah, but now you have the, yeah. I have the graphic novel version. It's awesome. Okay. Use well worth a read, Julia. I've told Whoa. you comic books are a mystery Whoa. to me, so, you know. And the Joker, the Joker got the Christmas holiday. <laughs> the, 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 
Did he really? How did that yeah, work? Yeah. What do you mean he got uh, the holiday? Like, like the holiday each, focused around like that particular character? Each chapter, yeah, had a different villain he was interrogating and oh. trying to figure. Is this like once a month? Do these come out once a month? I mean, this was like from the 80s or 90s, but 80s maybe. But yeah, they were once a month. Like these big arcs come out once a month. It's not like the weekly comics that come out. Okay. All right. I'm learning. But well worth a read. Might be worth covering that for Patreon around Halloween. Hey, if, if the Kindle version does the cool stuff that Batman Noel did, that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's being turned right. into an animated movie. So one of the Batman DC Noel? animated ones. So we may have something to cover next year, Christmas Batman related. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, before we move away from Vanessa Hudgens, um, <clears throat> because it comes up regularly on the show, she's also taken part in Drunk History. Looks like she was a voice for the mm. Matahari, Marge Clanigan, and then Joan of Arc, which I've got really mixed feelings about because I don't like Vanessa Hudgens. But Joan of Arc's really interesting. <laughs> I don't mind Vanessa Hudgens, honestly. I don't like her very much. I don't like a lot of other Disney actresses on, from their channel, but I, she never might bothered me as much as a lot of them did. All right. Tom? Are you still there, Baby Yoda? No, I'm looking at Batman. I'm getting distracted and I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> Do you like Vanessa uh, Hudgens? No. No? Not a fan? Wearing one note. <laughs> Did not and me in this episode. Our, our last cast member <laughs> I'm going to cover because I just am. Um, is our knight, Sir... It's not Colin. Why do we want to call him Colin? Cole, Sir Cole. Cole. I really want to call him Colin. It Sir Cole is Colin. played mm-hmm, played by Josh Whitehouse, who I don't know if he's British or not. I thought I was going to be able to easily see if he's actually British. I assume he is. Sound pretty uh, authentic. I have no clue. Um, he has not been in a ton of stuff either. Although he was familiar to me, and it's because he's on Poldark. Anybody watch Poldark on PBS? Mm-mm. No, it was oh, fantastic. That? Has a hobbit in it. Um, it's a historical fic. It does. It's got a dwarf. Dwarf from the, from the Hobbit movies. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. He was the one that they fabricated that whole story with the elf, and they fell in love, and that didn't really happen in the book. Oh, that was so. That's one of the reasons I didn't like it. I can't remember what his name was, but he's cute and precious, and I really like him. But Poldark is a really great show. You should watch it if you like historical stuff. <laughs> um, but he was in Poldark, and then a lot of stuff I've not heard of besides this movie. Hmm. Were we fans of Josh Whitehouse? No. No. He was very, he was a little Edward Colony as well. Like his appearance. Yes. The, I mean, the whole... We'll get into opinions as soon as we finish the cast. But. <laughs> well, we're almost there because this is the last one we're covering. Um, quick rehash since it's been a minute since we covered the synopsis and we got to stretch the length out on this episode a little bit because we're going to fly through this when we start griping about it. So Sir Cole is a knight 
in what is he 1600 1200 1300 1347 right something like the that 14th century something. somewhere 1300s he's a knight in england he goes out to the woods norwich this crone norwich. sir norwich. cole of norwich norwich is very nice i love norwich i mean the he was it was lovely where he was from it was definitely not a castle like accurately staged castle everybody was very clean um but he sees this crone this hag in the woods and she basically says um i've got this fancy medallion and i'm gonna send you somewhere where you're gonna see a steel dragon flying in the sky and you're gonna (laughs) see a box that you know makes you happy and you're gonna have to find your true purpose if you want to come back you got three days go and so she poofs him to the future and it's our standard fish out of water story, which I love fish out of water stories. I've talked about that before. So mm-hmm. we get to see guy from a long ago in modern times and how he experiences all the things. And in, in, in the process of experiencing all the things, he meets Brooke, our modern woman. So Brooke is a teacher. She's very nice. She's also jaded. She just went through this bad breakup. So she's all like... Men suck, and true love and is not a the, thing. Of course, her students are going through the same thing. <laughs> exactly, and she drops a truth bomb on that girl, and she says, "Hey, guess what's not real? True love. love. Put that in your pipe and smoke it." So she's bitter, and she all of a sudden this night, right? She hits him with her car. Also, a, a time traveling trope. Well, she I had seen like. him before and was talking to him at the party at the the true. The, yeah. Yeah, the little get-together, the gathering. The, the scenery is beautiful. The atmosphere is lovely. The atmosphere is the atmosphere out of this world. Is I'm great. all about it. One beautiful, of the beautiful. best movies we've seen, period, as far as uh-huh. the atmosphere goes. Um, so, yeah, she, she hits him with her car, so she feels kind of bad. So she decides to invite him home to sleep in her guest house because she has, like, the most beautiful house with a guest house because her parents were rich and they left the stuff to her. And... Questionable life choices, by the way, letting a stranger sleep in your guest house. But, you know, she lets him sleep in Why? her guest house. The cop was the cop was like, no, you shouldn't do that. And he's like, oh, okay. But, it, but isn't that like, that's a trope of these movies. Also a trope. Yes. Every time, oh, some big city person comes back to town. He has nowhere to stay because the hotel's under construction. Or all Come to my house. So let the little pretty girl take him in and put him in her bedroom. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is such so, a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Did you think it wasn't? No, I knew it was. But you know what? Santa Chronicles, for all its flaws was not a Hallmark movie. No. Uh, no. Uh, uh, Christmas Prince is, but at least the Christmas Prince was fun. Uh, I just, I found this- It was I not. It, I found they were taking it too seriously. They were too invested in this plot that I just didn't care about. These were not real characters for me. They were one-dimensional stereotypes. I didn't even think they had good chemistry. Hallmark. Yep. I thought they had some chemistry. I felt some chemistry. So, speaking of chemistry, do what? <laughs> I think that was gas. I think that was gas. <laughs> nice. Um, so, the movie goes on like you expect. 
Brooke and Circle grow closer together. You can tell there are sparks there. She's obviously liking him very much. Um, she totally accepts the fact that he's a knight. Like, cool, we're doing this. You're a knight from another time, and I'm glad to have you here, Sir Cole. Um, and she doesn't even question it. Nope. At, at least in Noel, everyone thought she was crazy until the end. Yep. No questioning it. He is awfully cute. So that probably helps. <laughs> that and her rebound issues. But anyway, so her sister kind of falls in love with the guy too. You know, he's a good guy. He helps rescue. Like in the most tense scene, I was on the edge of my seat. He rescues the sister's daughter. So Brooke's niece rescues her on the ice wait, 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 with wait. his sword on him and everything. Like this guy is dedicated. Was that sarcasm or are you actually on the edge of your seat? No, I wasn't on the edge of my seat. Okay. I was fascinated by saving a few bucks. They take the snow overlay and they CGI it in. So it looks like they're in the middle of a snowstorm, but really it's just like a perfectly fine calm day. Mm -hmm. You can tell there's no snow falling for real. I, I, I will say this. It looked, the snow looked more real in this one than the Christmas Prince 3, where they couldn't even cover that fair in snow. Right. Right. But the size of that snowstorm when he saves her off the ice should have dumped more snow on the area. Oh, absolutely. Not like a dusting. I was like, what the crap? So he's this great guy, and he realizes through the process that the thing he was supposed, he was sent here to discover, right? Like his true knight reason for being a knight or whatever. His love. quest. His quest. It was love. It was love. Are you saying so quest he, love? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been an improvement. Um, so he goes back. By the way, the crone presents herself as Mrs. Claus a few times in the future, which was very but confusing. But nobody else knows it? Yeah, it was but only so he sees stupid. her face. And he kept calling that poor lady a crone. But guys, guys, this is proof that that curse in a Prince, Christmas Prince 3 was real this magic exists in this universe they mentioned aldovia and had that same acorn and if this knight was traveling back and forth through time that means magic exists in a christmas prince and it's only a matter of time before vanessa hudgens and cole make their way over to aldovia for a crossover movie or oh boy, i'm on the or, and needles would, it for be that more, one. would it be more interesting if the Christmas Prince characters get transported back in time to Cole's days. Well, they wouldn't survive. <laughs> Neither. Neither of those is interesting. You know what's going to happen? Poor Jerry DeVilla has been begging for an Avengers-like Hallmark movie actress crossover. But instead, he's going to get the Netflix actress's <laughs> Avengers crossover. <laughs> Can I have my rant yet? Yes, yes I'm done. Right. Because, you know, Please it's a Hallmark right. movie, so at the end they fall in love and they're together. And he decides to give up all of his family and come live in the future Sherwin. forever. And Sherwin. So, that's it. Okay. So, we have a knight from 14th century Norwich. Mm -hmm. was magically transported, for whatever reason, to America. Right? Yep. Yes. Ohio. Exactly. 600 years later. Somehow, 14th century 
English knight is able to communicate flawlessly with 21st century, is it Midwesterner? I don't know. What is Ohio? Midwest. Whatever the heck yeah, it's Midwest. Ohio is. Whatever the heck no, it's Ohio is. It's technically Midwest. First of all, how many people fluently read even Shakespeare, 17th century English? This was after the great vowel shift that took place in Britain. So we have a, or Shakespeare was during. So now we have somebody not only from 600 years prior who lived pre-great vowel shift, who is suddenly just able to come and speak flawlessly and engage and interact with people in America. Um, he did improperly use wench. He didn't mean it in a bad way. I feel like he was trying to be Thor. Yes. He was trying to yes. be Thor. He, he was absolutely trying to be Thor. Nobody can compete with Hemsworth. Um, can I... Uh, did you guys stick around for the after credit scene? Speaking of Thor. No. no. I didn't even know there were any. Yes. Way to go, Anthony. That's commitment. Well, because... I leave it running and then I go in the kitchen to do something and I hear talking again. <laughs> I miss your life. You'll never get back. That's what it is. <laughs> Where uh, we, f- we find uh, we see uh, his brother post knighting ceremony. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Didn't nope. That. Didn't see that. So, in a last minute twist, it turns out uh, this. Is he's approached by the same old lady fairy who asks for his help with her necklace glowing and uh, the one she showed Cole before sending him into the future and it doesn't appear like he's going to help her. So sequel baiting with the brother? According to this website, fans are already speculating about a possible sequel and about how the other Netflix Christmas movies will tie into its plot. I think they they have a typo there. I think it's I think it should be fan is speculating. <laughs> <laughs> we do have to sit back and be a little impressed with the fact that the Hallmark formula has transcended Hallmark and is spreading to other markets because well, Hallmark that, always did- has Hallmark has their promotion, right? They always have those promoted items like Folgers Coffee, and they throw that stuff in there. And it's like the, when you the watch the Hallmark version movies, of that commercial killed them. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but it's like the Easter eggs in Hallmark movie, right? There were Easter eggs in this one as well that were all Netflix specific. Anthony mm. mentioned one already. You also saw the Rob Lowe Christmas movie, Christmas in the Wild, was playing on netflix when he was sitting there watching tv and i mean you had there there were quite a few easter eggs in this movie and it's funny because hallmark does this thing and everybody sees that it works well what i think is well and here's the thing netflix sees how it works i mean lifetime's done it lifetime hulu's getting into the game but netflix has somehow taken the formula done the movies with a bigger budget and somehow gets them trending all over social media and talked about a lot more than the Hallmark stuff does. Because it's Netflix. They have the advertising. They have the money to advertise their films better. And a younger audience. 
and a younger audience. But that's all I'll say. Netflix, yeah, Hallmark started at Netflix, so they do a little better with the effects and the cinematography. It is a little better. It, there is. Um, yes. I liked the Alexa stuff. It made me laugh. <laughs> I liked so, every time we talked to Alexa. We just got an Alexa. Funny. The fish and out of water stuff. I would unplug that. You would what? Unpack Unpl- that? Unplug it. Oh. I had it uh, and she started scaring me. So I unplugged it and she's in my closet. Oh, dear. Did she make those noises at night like some of the other ones did? Uh, she's listening to my conversations. Yeah, makes my life easier. <laughs> I just like it when Jude walks up to him and he goes, Awexa, play Baby Shark. And he starts. So did you, you like hear that? him? You like that? I like hearing him say, Awexa. <laughs> and she understands him. So, so I have a bit of interesting trivia about this movie. Julia, you mentioned okay. that you thought they had chemistry. Yeah. So to get the chemistry between the leads, Vanessa Hudgens and Josh Whitehouse are supposed to go away together for a week just to spend a bonding. But okay. Vanessa Hudgens got sick and couldn't make it, so Josh Whitehouse went away with the horse. He spent a week with his horse, bonding with his horse instead. Oh my gosh, it's like Kristoff. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what I thought of. That's also kind of, yeah, a romantic getaway with his horse. I love it. <laughs> Oh, man. He did love that horse, didn't he? He was super worried about his horse when he came to the future. Speaking of horse love and going back to Witcher, have you seen all of uh, Henry Cavale's post with Roach? Yeah, I did see that. Those are cute. He loves that horse. <laughs> um, overall thoughts. Of this movie. I will not watch Formulaic. it again. I will not watch it again. I will watch a sequel. Because they're building towards something with these crossover movies. And now, because Tom suggested the original Christmas Prince, I'm invested in that whole story now. So I need to, I need to see how they eventually cross paths with Sir Cole and Brooke. That's funny, but dude. otherwise, like, honestly, it did nothing for me. The atmosphere was good. But, like, the story itself, and it, that's disappointing to me. Because I do like fish out of water stories, and I do like time travel movies. Even though I don't think any time travel movie has done it to my liking so far. I have big problems with time travel movies, which is why I like time travel movies. <laughs> <laughs> Glutton for punishment. Yeah, you exactly. Like, you just kind of hate yourself, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> what are your overall thoughts? One and done. One and no, it's three and done. Let's be fair. Uh, no, because I I started where I stopped. I just lost interest and walked away. Oh, you didn't even <laughs> you didn't even start it back from the beginning. I couldn't do that to myself. <laughs> um, I did not hate this movie. I would watch this movie over any of the Christmas Prince movies any day of the week. And twice what on can I ask? Why? Like, what appealed to you more about this movie than those movies? I like the frivolity of it. I liked the silliness of thinking about a character coming from the past into the future, whether it was done well or not. Um, I 
I get a little bored in the Christmas Prince movies. Um, but I didn't get bored in this one. There were many, many moments where I was like, oh, wow. All right. Is this what we're doing? But I enjoyed it more <laughs> than the Christmas Prince movies. Um, I, did I thought they had chemistry. I mean, it was exactly what I thought it would be. Like, exactly. It was a Hallmark movie with a little more frivolity. Um, and it, it wasn't well acted. The atmosphere is beautiful. The plot has so many holes that, I mean, you could drown in them. But that's okay. It's not what Are I you need. like your cutie McCute you know, face? Now, now that I, I did. Now that I think about it, maybe it's not the Christmas Prince that appeals to me so much as royal movies set at Christmas. Because my favorite Hallmark movies, as I mentioned before, are their royal ones. Sure. Well, and I like I like movies about royal families, but they're not the Christmas ones that appeal to me. So it could very well be that. Did you see you watched Downton Abbey, right? Oh yeah, I loved it. Did you see the movie yet? I haven't. I haven't. It was good. I mean, it was like a lot of TV shows that could turn into movies where it feels like an overlong episode of the show rather than this big event that needed to be a movie. But uh, it was good. You would like, you'll like it if you like the show. Yeah. Oh, I'll definitely watch it. I watched a mashup the other day on YouTube that somebody put on Reddit of Maggie Smith (laughs) and all of her insults. I am um, like a show. yeah she like, was she's I, the best part of a lot of things she's in yeah my favorite comment everything. my favorite comment of hers from that was somebody said well I'm gonna take that as a compliment she said well I must have said it wrong <laughs> <laughs> I um I just want to correct something I said five minutes ago actually I said no time travel movie does it right for me you know which one i think does it better than any other one and i'm in the minority here because people always complain about it what end game end game they explain time travel to me in a way that made sense where you go back in the past that's your future in the past so if you kill your past self that's technically it won't change you won't disappear from the future because your future is now your past and that all made sense to me rather than that doesn't even make sense to me but when I watch them, I'm just like, okay, I'm accepting everything you're telling me right now to be true. Do you know Christine the one will not watch time, time travel, travel movie? The worst yeah. one? Harry yeah. Potter. I hated the way the time turner worked. I could, re- and that's part of the reason I hate that book. That Where they not. just became spectators, you mean? Yeah, well, you can't save it doesn't make sense to me you can't save yourself before you go back Why? in time the first time that doesn't make sense to me the but loop once you, paradox doesn't make sense to me the loop paradox if you makes kill, perfect sense because that you would not have that memory if you didn't go back in time to do it once you go back in time and do it then that is ingrained in your memory and that's the only thing you know but the first time before he goes back in time who saved him who saved him he, he wasn't. There was an alter. There was an entire alternate universe that we don't know. Exactly. About. You've read Dark Matter, right? Haven't we talked about Dark Matter? We have. Did you like Dark Matter? Yeah, I do like Dark Matter. Okay, <laughs> but it doesn't mean I, I, that it doesn't to mean... me that is the most accurate, makes sense to me, explanation of how stuff like that works. Okay, because it's linear. 
Right. And I could do but that. <laughs> time travel is not, it will never be linear. It is what it is, depending on what you I'm have, watching, you end up having, reading, listening to. <laughs> what's your favorite time travel, Tom? What movie does it best for you? Back to the Future. Hello? No. 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 <laughs> not at all. I don't like Back to the Future. So many but You don't like Back to the Future? What? Not oh, really. man. I just, I don't. I don't find it I as funny. Only, as I only I saw Back to the I Future think the first time two years ago, three years ago. <gasps> so That's I'm going to have to... It was that for was one shocking. of the anniversaries. I saw it in theaters, all three on the big screen for the first time. So I that was cool. That. My first experience, because I wouldn't have been old enough to see them in theaters. So my first experience is in the movie theater, which is awesome. That is exciting. I love it. Uh, I really like Hot Tub Time Machine. That movie, sh- sh- I'm shocked you like that movie because of its vulgarity. It's funny. It's a bro comedy. <laughs> it's a what comedy? Uh, bro. <laughs> Eh. Uh, I'm sorry. When I watch Craig Ferguson go back in time and suddenly uh, start recording Lisa Loeb songs <laughs> and getting all of the lyrics wrong, you can't beat that. You just cannot beat that. And, and Lisa Loeb's is Coffee Girl now? No, you can't beat that. Um, oh my god. I also really like the butterfly effect, if y'all remember that one. Yep, we've talked about that one before. Looper. Alter- alternative ending was dark, though. But I think my Favorite has to be Donnie Darko. Oh, that one. I love Donnie Darko. The time travel aspect pissed me off. I just, I, I, I like, like we the, need... the, I like the, the, the study of the, uh, the theory of parallel universes, which Donnie Darko fit into. Oh, 12 Monkeys is like, good too. You feel 12 like we need what, Julia? I feel like we need like a manifesto of why you hate the ones you hate and why you like the ones you like. Like, this would be interesting to me. Rank your top this 10 is- time travel movies based on how legit, how legitimate the theory is. Well, you know what? There's an idea for Patreon. We should yeah. do a time travel special. Would, would we consider I mean, I don't minority? need to be on that recording because I'm going to straight up tell you right now. Like, oh, I'm watching Back to the Future? This is the best theory. It all makes sense to me. Oh, Harry Potter, the time turner. I'm totally on board with that. Endgame. Let's do this thing. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't even care. I don't think about the science of it. Oh. I give a rip. The only thing that has ever prompted me to think about the science of it was dark matter. That's it. Like, to really obsess hmm. about it was dark matter. Have you read that, Tom? You need to read that. Uh-uh. You need to I'll, read that. I'll get it before my, before my flight. Yeah. Well, this um, one... I did not like The Time Traveler's Wife at all, if that's what you're asking. That one was terrible. I, I love that, that too. book. I love that book. Uh, what was the Jean Claude Van Damme one where he was where he traveled? Uh, out of time. About time. Was... I love Die Hard. Die Hard's not a time traveling story. John... Julia, I'm disappointed. That was an Endgame joke when they're when they're talking to the Hulk about time travel, and Ant Man's like Die Hard. No, that's not. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Time oh, I love that scene. from 1994. It was Say awful. it again. Which one? Time Cop with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Time Cop. I remember that. Um, I learned recently that Die Hard is a Harry Potter movie. He sneaks around a tower at night avoiding Alan, Rick- avoiding Alan Rickman. He's Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw him. <laughs> there's, like a cut, there's like a cut on his head. Like, like some sort of cut on his head and people zoom in oh and say God. that. Uh, speaking of Die Hard, 
you saw that uh, there's some controversy over that, right? Because oh, night, Disney, owns Fo- Disney owns Fox now. And there were rumors Disney wants to turn Tower of Terror to the Takashami Hotel, the oh, building crap. from Die Hard. They're turning Tower of Terror into the no, Guardians no, 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 no. of the Galaxy they're, they're, experience. There were, they did that in LA already. They're not doing that in Florida. But there are rumors they're not turn- doing it in Florida? Oh, no. they're adding that Epcot ride. Um, yes. That's yep. Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right. But there were rumors they wanted to turn the one in Florida into the building from Die Hard since they own it now. And uh, there was some big uproar online over that, needless to say. If they did it, that'd be the park to do it in. Hollywood it would Studios. be, but Tower of Terror is awesome. They shouldn't touch it. I love no, Tower of Terror. I agree. I love Tower of Terror too. Well, you know they're what? not changing it in Florida. You know what movie, I, time travel movie I actually really like? What? What's that? You remember Black Knight with Martin Lawrence? <laughs> Tom oh, remembers man. it. You remember oh, that I one? Remember it. That one was completely yeah. That it's came out the same year as Donnie Darko. <laughs> that came out the same year as Donnie Darko. And I like. Okay, uh, I want to put a pin in the time traveling because this really would be a good Patreon episode. Okay. Okay. Like seriously. We could watch, we could pick like our top three time traveling movies and set aside some time to, I would say, watch them. That's a lot of time, but we might be able to do it for Patreon and then just talk about them. We should get our holiday recordings in the bag first. <laughs> or I mean, just. Idea. <laughs> no, but I agree. That would be an awesome episode. <laughs> I'll just sit back with popcorn because, like, I just want to listen to y'all duke it out. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Don't you get enough of our fighting on a weekly basis? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, okay. So is it a Christmas movie? The yeah. night before Christmas. Yeah. Is it a Christmas movie? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's Christmas. It's magic a movie set at Christmas. Christmas has it's nothing the- to do with the plot. Yeah, it does. It, it, a lot of the altruism does. that he has is because of Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair. The helping the dad out at the end and the big charity event and all that stuff. But does it have a Linus moment? No. Nope. No Linus moment. Mm-mm. But man, it's got atmosphere. It's got atmosphere. Gave me the Christmas feels. Her house is w- just beautiful. I would love to see what our list would look like if we just rated it on atmosphere instead of quality of movie. I wonder like Hallmark and these Netflix movies would be like on top of the list instead of so They long. would, uh, yeah, they'd shoot. They'd shoot up there for sure. Um, okay, well, speaking of that list, let's rank Julie's this bad boy. part of the episode. Yep, it's totally arbitrary. Numbers don't matter. It's just like whose line is it anyway. Two. Two. I was about to say, what did you give Christmas Prince? <laughs> Which one? The original one got a five. Wait, you're giving it a two? You're giving it a two? Yeah. Giving it just a quarter higher than Royal Baby. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm going with a 3.9. I'm going with a straight up... I have to rank it lower than all the Christmas Prince films. So I'm giving it a three, which still comes in higher than Tom, even though he liked it more than me. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> That gives us an average of 2.967, which puts it at at number 60 on our list. In between, (laughs) in between, 
<laughs> in between <laughs> Jingle All the Way at number 59 and The Star <laughs> at number 61. <laughs> star. Poor star. That's my fault. Poor star. That, that is your fault. It's my fault too. Oh man. Not that I feel bad enough to revisit it yet. But I know yeah. Tom does. I do. Keep the conversation going. Help in this feud. Um Anthony, I think we should put up a poll on Twitter and Facebook. Which is better? Night Before Christmas or Christmas Prince 3? And I, how- I'm confident in that. I think once again, once again, just like with the Christmas and Hollis poll and the Grinch poll, listeners will be on my side once again. We should probably get better listeners. Um, <laughs> let's, let's do that. And, and if you're a listener who has decent taste in movies and realizes just how terrible Christmas Prince 3 was, please go to kidsthepodcast.com slash Facebook slash Twitter uh, to vote. We'll give you a few, we'll give you a few days to, to hop onto social media and vote in the poll. If you just want to keep engaged in the conversation with us, go to tisthepodcast.com slash Reddit slash Facebook group, or we also have an Instagram. If you like the show and want more Tis the Podcast content, uh, visit our Patreon page, tisthepodcast.com slash Patreon, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can get bonus episodes, bloopers, if there's a ringtone up there. Um, and for other levels, there are stickers. We have a few people who suggested movies who are going to be guest hosting with us in the coming weeks. Um, I know Tom has a bonus episode coming out. Tom, right? What's it about? Do you want to- I do. I do. You'll have to wait and see. Okay. It's for, it's for patrons only. And I know that we're going to be recording stuff for other holidays too, like Easter and Halloween and Thanksgiving and stuff to get content up there. Um, and we have the sci-fi idea now, which hopefully we can cover at some point. So mm-hmm. check them out, guys. In the coming weeks, if you want to get a jump start on your homework, next week we are going to cover, it's not Netflix, it was mainstream distribution, right? Correct. Okay. We're going to cover somehow. Last Christmas, which is the one with Daenerys in it, right? Yep. Somehow. Somehow. And then the week after that, we will be back to Netflix land and we're going to cover Klaus that came out late last year. Um, I, so I have a question of the week for you guys. Oh, I love questions. And I actually meant to ask this last week. Do you guys put food on your trees or did you put food on your trees growing up? Like, did you guys nope. have the popcorn rings or whatever? We nope. did those salt dough ornaments. Does that count as food? Can't really eat them once you make them. What are those? You, it's like you're baking cookies, but you bake salt dough. So you wouldn't really eat it. It would taste terrible, but you, you bake it, you can cut it into shapes and you bake it and it hardens up and it's just like an ornament you hang on your tree. You can take leaves and push the pressings into it to make a pattern. And my mom and I used to make them. That's awesome. Yeah. But, but you can't really eat it. It, it doesn't count as food. Challenge accepted. We haven't yet. We made gingerbread. We strung gingerbread men. Um, in a garland, but we haven't done the salt dough yet. Uh, we used to, the only food I ever put on trees growing up 
on one of my parents' streets was candy canes. I don't even do that anymore. Candy canes. Yeah. My mother-in-law does candy canes. And you never did any, Tom? did candy canes, but that was it. Um, yeah, we never did any of the popcorn stuff or, you know, random orange. But if you listen to my pop, if you listen to my Patreon episode, you will learn where the orange on the tree came from. Oh, interesting. You know what else is interesting? What? What's that, Anthony? The fact that when you're listening to this, February is just about over, which is insane. Mm-hmm. And which means we only have 7,344 hours until Christmas. It's only 306 days, y'all. Oh my gosh, it's only 43 weeks. Next week, we're in the 200s. That's love that. Me too. I can't wait. You know what else I love? I'm going to love what? your reactions to last Christmas. <laughs> uh, I had Anthony, hopes I for that know. movie and the way y'all been talking about it. Wait, did you finish it, Tom? I, I did not yet. Oh. oh my gosh, is it another oh, three try? I, I cannot wait until you finish it. I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. That good, huh? I really just want us to cover a movie that I sit down and um, watch a movie from beginning to end that I enjoy. <laughs> I'm well, we've got some stuff Christmas. coming up on the calendar. It was it might... The last time I've the last time I did that, we recorded in January. I've got a whole month of stuff I don't like. <laughs> well, keep in the spirit. Good stuff is coming. Whether it's it is. We have next a lot of good stuff on we have five weeks a lot from of now. Good stuff. A lot of so good listeners stuff come back us. as well. If you're in the doldrums of February, just hang tight. It's almost over. Uh, we'll be back next week. Oh. Come back and talk to us. Bye, y'all. Or listen to us. They don't talk to us. They talk to us on social media. That counts. That's true. Okay, bye. And nobody answers. (laughs) (laughs) God rest you, merry gentlemen. Let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born upon this day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. From God our Heavenly Father, this blessed angel came, and unto certain shepherds brought tidings of the same. How that in Bethlehem was born the Son of God by name. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Uh, let's, let's, let's let the poll go through Sunday, I guess. So we'll do a few days to give you time to, listen, to, to jump on the poll. Nope, let's so, reward that one big time. <laughs> <laughs> Westward leading still proceed.